February the 4th be with you. It's If You're Listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. Why are you groaning over there, Heather? That was that one was rough. I'm Ramsey. Uh, yeah, I'm Heather. Hi. Hey. How's your February treating you? Uh, you know, we're only four days in. <laughs> yeah. Out like a lion, they say. <laughs> no. You're mixing every different month. Go ahead. Um... I don't have any other month things. Uh, uh, February showers. <laughs> yep. Uh, Come to June, the show me state. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's. I, I'm done with months. Wow. No more month bits? I've got hours of prepared They're material. They're up there with New Year's bits for me. That's a deep callback. Don't like them. Don't call those. <laughs> yes. Sorry. That... Uh, we're off to a great start <laughs> everyone's confused right it, yes yeah, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Good. Good. uh that voice you heard you're not going crazy nope that's our guest it's the <laughs> the united states yes the that's upright true. citizens brigades I'm, matt uh-huh. fisher i brought my passport in the united states <laughs> we check passports of all our guests before yeah. thank you so much mm-hmm. we will return it at the end yeah i'll be good in the meantime <laughs> have you ever had your passport taken in a scary situation while we're talking about it Yes. Great. Uh, not that I know. Okay, great. In Ireland, mm-hmm. um, while trying to fly back to America, mm-hmm. they do the checkout. Like, you don't go through customs when you land in America. You do the customs in Ireland Weird. on the way out. And uh, somebody at Aer Lingus decided to flag my name, mm. Ramsey S. Mm. Sounded a little suspicious to them, I think. Huh. And I got pulled aside. Huh. This is, this is possibly too tribal. Hmm? Uh, was the customs official that you saw in Ireland an American? An American? That guy was an Irish Irish. Gotcha. Um, but Interesting. I the, don't understand that. Okay. Then the next gate I had to go to was an American. Oh, huh. so when he flagged you and sent you up the, he sent you to an American to be um, roughhoused. No. Uh, <laughs> so the it was an Irishman who uh, did the whole like I'm going to swab your computer. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And oh uh, I'm going to pat you down. Do you want to be behind the screen? And I almost said, no, I want them all to see. <laughs> but that wouldn't have helped me at all. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, but then I had to give my passport again to a guy in the booth. And that guy was American. Mm. Gotcha. I don't know. It's weird. That is a weird system. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of stairs. You had to go uh, through several floors to do all these customs checks. Really? Yep. That's weird. Okay. I yeah. feel like that's how it is in Canada, too. I I've left Canada and gone through American. I've gone through American. Yeah. I don't think I've been to Canada since you had to have a passport. I've never flown to Canada. Oh, I've definitely never flown oh, to Canada. Do it someday. Put it on your calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. February sixth. It's, it's almost exactly like a domestic airplane flight. Yeah, that makes sense. Do they still stamp my passport? Oh, big time. Oh, good. But I bet <laughs> they have a cute little Canadian stamp. It's got a loon. I bet. Yeah. If I had to guess. Um. Hello. Oh, yes. It's really good to be a longtime fan. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, do you want to tell Ramsey what we're going to listen to today? Okay, Ramsey, today we're going to listen to uh, an album from... Good. I should... Good. It's music. music <laughs> so far, based, so good. Music, Western yep. music. It's a 12-tone. Oh. Uh, great, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> it will be recognizable to your ears as music. No, no five-note scales. Um, it's the... Uh, it's sort of the preeminent greatest hits collection of Willie Nelson's career. Oh, Willie Nelson's greatest hits and some that will be. So how that's their cheeky uh, <laughs> formulation. Kind of like we have more on this album than we're gonna. Yeah, we had two and a half record sides, and so here's four more sides. <laughs> <laughs> how Great. how long ago did the man put out a greatest hits? Well, that's one of the weird things about Willie Nelson, and I guess maybe artists of that 
kind of age is that he'll put out two or three albums every year that no one needs listen to. <laughs> sure. Like his discography is longer than anyone should comprehend. Um, so there may have... But, and then there's also these collections. Like if you look through a list of his things, it's like he can get his music licensed to smaller labels that make like a weird greatest hits collection huh. with like a sort of like a found photograph of him. And weird. Like, like Cooper Black font. Yep. <laughs> they just clipped it out from page six yeah, and blew exactly. it up. Yep. Um, like Willie Nelson was in the tabloids all the time. <laughs> but this is like, this album, um, it documents the most fertile time in his career. And basically after this is for Die Hard. There's like weed-themed songs okay. and other than that, music for Die Hards only. Gotcha. Okay. Great. Uh, Which is sad to say because I think this, this album came out in the early 1980s. Okay. Um, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, 1975. Well, this... Oh, that's very early 1980s. My goodness. I guess that's possibly... That's probably true. I mean, not Wikipedia. Spotify. So honestly, check that. Spotify, I don't... Their dates are... They're sometimes based on weird things, yeah. I think. This as it says that this contains songs that were recorded in 1981. Okay, well, Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> That's crazy. Come on, man. I find Spotify to be the source of a lot of sort of creeping paranoia, where song album, albums that have been re re recorded oh. by the artists to retain like to get a better slice oh. of the Spotify pie. Weird. So it's like almost how you remember it, but a little bit more right. overweight sounding. Uh, or even like when they credit like a deluxe album as coming out in 2010, right. it's like I know this ABBA yeah. album is from exactly. the 70s. How dare you? That's yeah. not as egregious as what you mentioned. No, it, it's all. I mean, where's the solid ground to stand on anymore? Right. I, the internet's full of lies. And we were talking about before we started recording. The Spotify version of this album has more tracks than this one does. Yeah, that happens kind of a lot. I feel like on Spotify, I mean, still my favorite thing is when it puts hidden songs as not hidden anymore so good it's bizarre yep are there some i feel like i've run into those where it's still eight minutes of silence yeah i don't know what the like who makes that call right it'll it'll happen either way um yeah but my favorite is when it just completely changes the final track of a song from something meaningful to just like goofy messed around Bullshit, in the studio yeah. right, right right um i know next to nothing about willie nelson okay yeah i think i my knowledge is just like passing pop culture knowledge. I know he loves weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was arrested for it at least one time back yep, in the yeah, day. Yeah. 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 Um, Got the ponytails. Yep. And a bandana. Yep. Yep. That, that I think that's where my knowledge ends. He did a uh, cover of a song for a Chipotle ad. Oh, the Scientist yeah. by Coldplay. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 That, great cover, to be honest. Yeah. That, Very I, nice. I like that cover. Yeah. He's a. I well, and it's interesting you said this. His country music. I don't. I'm not a broad connoisseur of country music mm-hmm. by any means and so for him like when you hear me talk about it a lot of it is personal like yeah. i was exposed to his music a lot as a young age yeah and so i've taken it on as this kind of like identity but i wouldn't be able to tease out like i'll defend it on aesthetic grounds till the day i die but at the same time like it's clearly sounds different to me than it will to either sure and i mean I've, I've obviously heard willie nelson but honestly i can't even name a specific song i've got wild. i've got one what I, I want to see if it shows up okay. on the oh uh, interesting my uh my dad was really into country music okay but when i was growing up it was a lot of like brooks and dunn yeah like yeah, 90s yeah. country yeah, yeah garth brooks was yeah. as good as it got i i enjoyed a garth brooks okay um some juds sure okay. um but then a lot of not good right yeah okay right. yeah and i mean growing up in upstate you're just Basically, you have to hear country music. I think my parents did like Willie Nelson, though, but I, they can't 
they could not have been huge fans because I don't have a firm like memory of it. Right. And my dad would always play that game in the car of like, do you know who this is? Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty good at uh, classic rock, knowing who sang what, even if I don't like it. Um, I like lots of it, for the record. That sounded like I hate all classic rock, which is not true at all. Um, but yeah, I don't really have like a specific frame of reference for this. Yeah, I mean, it. My frame of reference is hearing my parents play it, uh-huh. and my parents had uh, are like uh, children of the '60s, but interacted with it in a very weird way. Like, hmm. weren't huge into the transgressive side of it. Yeah. Um, like, and and weirdly now, I think retain their sort of liberal bona fides a lot better okay. than people who, you know, uh, went further out maybe did. Um, so they passed on to me kind of like a tame version. Like yeah. their their big their big artist with John Denver. Okay. Oh, interesting. So this was this is like the honky tonk. This is like when we wanted to get get down. Okay. <laughs> so it was the it was the folksier side of the sixties. Yeah, a little seventies, and then and then his legacy is more uh, and his music I think is more uh, complicated than that. But yeah, definitely. Well, he's sort of a positive guy, and they call you may have heard him described as outlaw country. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the the highwayman. Uh, oh. Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash. Uh-huh. Wait, I know one more Willie Nelson song now. <laughs> oh, good. That's an insane. The song <laughs> yep. you're thinking of is full, full bore insane. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Let's just say it ends with a space ride. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. That is, <laughs> um, is that the title track of that band? Is it? I think it highway? is the nominal. Yeah, it is the titular song of an entire band. <laughs> yeah, okay. they might be giants. Has has a song like that? Yes, they do. Um, I got so excited. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice, listeners. Yeah. Uh, Google that song. Pause us. Go to Spotify. Play The Highwaymen by The Highwaymen. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Don't stop till you hit uh, yes. the Kuiper Belt. Yeah. You got to get to that last. Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> also, someone I think is uh, is uh, buried alive inside a dam as it's poured in that song. <laughs> I think you're right. It's, it's, oh, yeah, it's, what it's, a tease. This is great. Yeah, you're in for a journey, listener. And you're you're probably imagining a more interesting song than it actually is. No, I think it gets pretty interesting. Uh, We're hyping it too much. Pause now. Pause now, yeah. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Um, So, yeah, so this is his greatest hits. Um, uh, Whether or not how this fits into his uh, career and cultural cultural journey we're all on, uh, (laughs) there's aspects of that. But let's play it. Do you know when he started? Like how much span is covered in this hits? Yes. Um, Sorry, you just said to play it, and I stopped you. No, no worries. Oh wait, you're, you're in charge here. I gotta, you gotta show me that album art oh, too. Oh yeah. Oh, the album art is very important here, especially if we try and narrativize uh, what's happening mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. place it in context. So, um, well, you, this is you can experience it firsthand. Uh, I, I have the double album here. I'm holding. Yeah. It. Uh, this is the Jesus eest picture of or painting of <laughs> Willie Nelson that I've ever seen. I yeah. honestly love this painting it's style. It's really good. But it cool. is super like uh, grade school primer Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, yeah, it kind of is. It looks like a, like someone that like like almost like communist art or something. Yes, <laughs> yes, like Soviet art. <laughs> uh, Willie Nelson makes the fields grow. <laughs> but then, so to put that in context, though, this is a double album, and it folds out. It opens into <sighs> this gatefold thing, which oh, is yes, which is this to me is I think this is important to understand Willie Nelson's thing. Is he leaning on something? He's leaning like on a rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. On like a stone oh, I see wall it now. or something. In a tank like top. Okay. But he's wearing just a blue sleeveless tank. Yep. Uh, he's got a denim jacket tied around him that looks like the inside of a denim? Yeah, or like the net lining of some sort of running <laughs> coat. Yep. And a then slacks. Only. 
Yep. And then he was famous. Maybe you. Maybe, maybe this is a good sort of entry point. He's wearing his New Balance sneakers. Yeah. Oh. Which were his. He wore. He's worn New Balance like his whole. I did not know that during his active days. Isn't New Balance? Are, is New Balance canceled right now? I can't remember are which canceled? brands are canceled. Oh, no. I think they're mildly uncanceled. Okay, they're uncanceled. Okay. They're, they're provisional. Okay. Watch their tweets. Okay. Watch their Twitter oh, closely. Okay. Because they could go back in the hall yeah, at any moment. I can't remember what brands are canceled. They're from Boston. They're Boston. They're Boston sneakers. Oh. I did know that. I did know that. So that's the album, Mark. I'm going to hold this album Please if I may. Do. Is this the one you grew up listening to? No. Oh, okay. I grew up listening to it on a cassette deck. Uh, and then during my uh, layabout college years, I bought, uh, I stocked up on vinyl and got this. And then probably haven't listened to this nearly as much as I have subsequently listened to it on iTunes and Spotify. Makes sense. Uh, I see a legend here. Uh, this album contains previously released material except, and then the double cross symbol, which you don't yeah. see a lot. Yeah. Uh, so it's, there's a there's a bonus track? or That's like your, a, and some that will be. Okay. Your, these, some of these are greatest hits. <sighs> yes. And some of these are lying around. I like that name a lot. Now that I've lived with it a little bit. <laughs> what is it again? Uh, Willie Nelson's greatest hits and some that will be. Oh, oh, oh boy. I feel like I'm Billy Joel. Spotify and it, cro- it cuts off after some, so I just oh. didn't know. <laughs> and some. Yeah. Yeah, and some would have worked, yeah. so I, didn't, I really didn't know where it was going. It's a real called shot. Yeah, I like it. I'm trying to think of the seminal double, double greatest hits albums because they definitely do that trick on Billy Joel's greatest hits, mm. where there were some Billy Joel's greatest hits that had never seen the light of day. That were like the, the current single when that came out. Huh, that's and funny. then The Doors double album, which was issued with all CD players when I was a kid. My dad had that, yep. Yeah. But I have no idea. I couldn't tell if those no, songs were. No, it's just the one of the other Jesus-y guy. <laughs> Jim Morrison? That's right. Well, I knew his name, but I was just making well, a Well, those probably had to have been close because he was dead at that point. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. By the time they were cutting CDs. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty dead. Pretty, Pretty dead. dead. Pretty dead at that the point. The Jesus thing holds up, though, too. This is like, it's like marketing 101. Yeah. yeah. The most successful book promotion of all time. Yeah. Let's not reinvent the wheel. Let's just look Kurt like Cobain? Jesus. Call it a day. <laughs> Did they ever put Cobain on a cover? Mm, Looking all Jesus-y? No. Uh, he, was, his face, he was on the cover of the, that uh, MTV. The Unplugged one. Unplugged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there not looking Jesus-y. But seated, which you rarely see jesus <laughs> Well, except for the last supper. Even then, he's sort of lording. He's about to do. He's lording. (laughs) Oh, God. Let's play this album. Okay. What's the first song? I'm sorry. It's trying to. Dictionary popped up. There we go. Okay, we're good. What? I don't know. Railroad Lady. So many of these songs. Like now, it's like, have you ever watched a movie that you've watched many times? Stop bragging. Please. <laughs> Why is everything one up special for you? But like, when you watch it with someone who's never seen it before, you're sort of forced to evaluate yeah. it. Through yes. Their eyes. Through their eyes. Yes. yes. So many times. So many of these songs are about longing for indifferent women. Mm. Mm. And this one, specifically, a railroad lady. <laughs> yeah. A plus Ramsey, title. Ramsey is aware of that. He made me watch Star Wars for the first time. <laughs> oh man, how'd that go? The trilogy. I, I don't love it. Oh, you put in, you put in all six? You put in six hours? No. Three. Mm-hmm. We watched all six? No, no, no. three movies. Oh, three. Six. Oh, right, because the movie. Yeah. Like. I didn't love it. Okay. I did love Back to the Future, though. Was that? Did you get to see that late in life? Yeah. That's and awesome. that was great. That I one don't think up. I knew that. Did yeah. that just seem bizarre? That, I feel like that movie has a lot going on in it that I accept yeah. because I saw it before I no. could have said, what the this? I'll tell you. It I held mean, up. Ta- uh, not Taylor Leone. Uh, Leah Thompson yep. is attractive. Yep. She's a babe. Yeah. 
Okay, so it's a song about a railroad lady. It's tough. There's so many ballads. There's a lot of... There'll be up-tempo material. Um, But I also feel like... If you know, like you were mentioning, like Brooks and Dunn and mm-hmm. sort of other the way country goes now. Ironically, because of the, oh, I was talking about the their outlaw country. These guys, they're not outlaw country because they like claim to kill people or something. Although that's kind of what that's come to mean. Right. But they're outlaw country because they just decided to not record in the in the, oh. in the manner and the the idiom of the time. Oh, interesting. They sort of rejected the. The, the sort of sound of the time. Rejecting is that specifically the country music sound, or like he, they're they don't sound like Led Zeppelin. Oh no, like they make it made a broke break with country at the time. Got it. So Willie Nelson started this this what you're listening to happened in the late seventies, um, but he recorded music as like a sort of like Tim Blake Nelson style like sequins and you know oh, right, right, pocket right. buttons yeah. kind of like. Um, Pearl Snips. Pearl, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Um, guy all the way through, all until just a few albums before this Greatest Hits came out, and quit. Played with the Grand Old Opry, wrote um, Crazy for, what's her name? Uh, Patsy Klein. Patsy Klein. Um, and had sort of a middling career, and got to the 70s, was like, I just don't, this thing isn't for me, and retired, and then in that found... Sort of like he was like, well, I have what money I want, I want, or have what money I have. Moved back to Texas and started again on a thing where it's like sneakers and braids hmm. and the whole thing, which kind of changed the idiom a little bit. I'm gonna get real deep in the weeds. Yeah. Do you know if that crossed over with when Nashville came out? Oh, you know, actually, I don't know. But Nashville as a place to record country music is, of course, like that's the whole thing of like he went. So after those contracts ended and he wanted to do new music again, he went to Nashville to have the Nashville sound, signed on a new record label, Atlantic, for two records that didn't sell that well. Hmm. But they loved that thing so much that he turned that into the record label, uh, the Columbia contract that this, all this music comes from. And somehow had so much juice already that his third, the first two albums are great, and the third album, Stardust, is just an album completely of showtune covers. Oh, wow. So, like, it's sort of like he was indulging the iconoclast thing, but also, like, sort of could already do... Doing what he wants. Yeah, exactly. I love the bass. So low, so low key. What's the name of this one? This is... uh, Heartaches of a Fool. Pardon me. Oh, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) This whole... There's going to be another slow one. But then Whiskey River. That can't be slow. Definitely not. Whiskey River is the... Well, it will come by when it comes by. But I've seen... he, he uh, does raise hell in concert. He just did one in, over there a couple years ago, right? And I was there. I'm pointing at uh, Prospect Park for yeah. the listeners. <laughs> He's been over Prospect Park. I saw him at Coney Island. Oh, fun. Um, these are all sort of late in life concerts yeah. where like, he has my complete fealty, but also like, it's a different experience now than it was <laughs> sure. uh, even in the 90s. Um, and it's so, it's so interesting. Have you ever heard of uh, Casey Musgraves? I mm. am going to see her in two weeks. She's he like is he is a huge Casey booster. I love her. I saw her MSG opening for Harry Styles. Oh man, I thought it was great. It was great. I would have seen her and walked out. Um, <laughs> we stayed for a little. Uh, honestly, Harry was a really good performer. We oh, yeah. went for Casey. We had, we got free tickets for the record. I did not like spend a hundred dollars on tickets and be like peace. Um, but he was really good. But yeah, we're going to see her at the Beacon. I'm very excited. Oh man, she's great. She she had an Austin City Limits. Willie Nelson invented Austin City he Limits. Did? What? He did. He produced and recorded and was starred huh, in the first episode great. ever of Austin City Limits. Um, we missed a little talk singing in there, I think. Mm. Which oh, 
is not a thing I like, but actually feels appropriate here, so I'm okay yeah. with it. Well, he has like sort of a froggy voice, and he has a very distinctive guitar style, but no, nothing about what he does is like sort of like a virtu- virtuoso material. <laughs> oh, these songs are desperately sad. <laughs> it's hard to capture her. very well on this podcast. Yeah, that's true. This is Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. That's a good name. Um, is this a standard? I feel like I've heard this one. I don't know. Let me check the various asterisks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I love that this album comes with a key. Like, that's <laughs> not, not something we've come across thus far in this podcast. Have you ever gotten an album with footnotes? That would be, the, uh, like, the modern thing. Because you don't see, like, yeah. asterisks anymore in sure. books. It's all footnotes. Well, they do. Well, have you ever, on Spotify, sometimes you can do the rap genius or oh, ge- just genius. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Formerly rap genius. Formerly rap genius. <laughs> I still call it rap genius. <laughs> I, I love it. We we play a lot of Spotify for my kids and uh, my youngest Ezra. He uh, his playlist now is uh, "Whip It" by Devo, uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, "Bad Case of Loving You" Great. by Robert Palmer. <laughs> Great. Oh wow. Uh, the that rock the the song by the Rock uh, from he, Moana. Uh, oh, oh, that okay. makes sense. Um, <laughs> and uh, but they often have rap genius things. Yeah. Like if I put it on the play it through the stereo and it comes up on the TV. Rap Genius insistent that Whippet is not about sadomasochism. Huh. <laughs> I think Rap Genius doth protest too uh, much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what it's about when I hear it, Rap Genius. <laughs> uh, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain was written by Fred Rose, originally performed by Roy Acuff, which sounds like the old-timeyest cowboy name I can think of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. One of these songs on here was written by Willie Nelson and Sidney Pollock. There you what? Go. That's how... That's how. That's something. But even this thing of like blue eyes crying in the rain, he definitely comes from a thing of like uh, country standards and sort of like songs passed around mm-hmm. a bunch of times. And he was able to make some famous, but like uh, oh, I'm thinking of Arlo Guthrie. I'm thinking of John Denver. John Denver recorded. Jeez, um, he ripped off Arlo Guthrie. Oh, the city of New Orleans. There's a country song. Uh, more and more in the weeds. <laughs> but that thing of like songwriters gutting it out. And the, the fame goes to other people. Well, this is live? Yeah. This is live, and this is how like a concert would generally start. <coughs> and it would be like a long series of connected, sort of a montage of songs that comes back to Whiskey River. Okay. Is this Whiskey River? Yeah, yes. this is okay. Whiskey River. Um, I went to a music store in my college town yes. to buy... Um, Here's the exact interaction. I want to buy one of those Bob Dylan harmonica holdy thingies. Oh, sure. good. Uh-huh. And, and then I said, what is that called? And the lady said, a Bob Dylan harmonica holdy thingy. That's right. And I said, okay. And I'd also like to buy three kazoos, please. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then the owner of the store, who was like kind of this character in town, who's like an older man, That's his. that was his wife I was just talking to. He comes in and sees me just buying the harmonica holdy thing, and he goes, oh, you play the harp? And I was so confused because I didn't know that the harmonica was also called a harp. And I just went, yep. And then he started talking about some famous harmonica player. And uh, I just, yep, that's great. Yep. Ah, I'll have to check that out. It's a lot of that. Just ran away. Buzzo. I don't know if Buzzo's still alive, but it's Buzzo's music in Geneseo. I never, and when I went into college record stores, it was this huge social. It was very much this pecking order thing. And my roommate and I would always like, because at the time, for some reason, like records were just two dollars. Like used records, there was just this glut of used yeah. records. You can get basically whatever album you wanted for a couple bucks. So we would go on the weekends, 
and try and like get the music we wanted, but also get like enough, enough like two dollar, yeah, like, like, yeah, uh, like a DC hardcore album. Yes. <laughs> to just to just settle it with the cashier guy. Right. Like, look, we're complicated. You don't understand us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we are cool. Don't right. worry. Even though we're buying yep. this one really lame album at full price and these right. other filler things right. to look cool. Spice World. For my niece, obviously, yeah. or something. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> Two dollars, right in the trash. But it's funny you mentioned that. There's uh, harmonica on this song. And harmonica is probably, the after his guitar playing, is probably like the part of the what you would recognize in a Willie Nelson song. Yeah, right. But he doesn't play the harmonica. He has a harmonica guy who's just played with him for his entire life. Huh. That's great. And in, these, and in the pictures that go from this time, he's like a young man. Yeah. And he's still, he looks, uh, yeah. He's, but he's grown up with all of us. What's his name? Mickey Raphael. Oh, That's okay. almost two Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so wait, you, your parents played this. Yes. And it just sustained for you to the point that you truly love it. I, yeah. Yeah. I, there are a couple things like that that uh-huh. I forgot to like rebel about. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Ramsey also knows I'm like a Disney World person, okay. although less so lately. The consumerism angle of it. Mm. Yeah, I've become a radical. I, I wear a beret now, so. Yeah. <laughs> although, sure, sure. although we are going back. We have a trip on there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is one of those things that I just like loved and then didn't didn't have to jettison when I became an adolescent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's we used to drive. My parents are car people. We're car based. Oh, folks. yeah. And, uh, and speaking of Disney World, we would drive. We live in Connecticut. They still do. And... Uh, once a year, once every couple of years, we would drive to Disney World straight through. That is a Whoa. long drive. Hey, man, you're burning vacation time. Why are you I, staying in a hotel in I South Carolina? That is also like such like a 70s, 80s parents thing to say. Like, no, no, no. We're just going to drive overnight and punish ourselves yeah, on definitely. vacation. Instead of like relaxing and going swimming in a hotel pool right. somewhere along the way. Right, exactly. We would sleep, but we would sleep in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. I just didn't go on vacation as a kid. Okay. We would sleep in the, the first welcome station in Florida. There you go. Which, that was a, politically a very different activity <laughs> to go hang out overnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's just smart. And so, see, we would listen to this like all the way through. I can remember like... Weirdly, like being in Georgia as the sun was coming yeah. up, and like how weird. Or south of the border. Have either of you ever been to south of the border? I have. I have driven cross country a few times, so I have been to south of the border. I've seen the bumper sticker. Yeah. I wonder. It's been a long time since I've checked in with south of the border. I wonder if it's. Still I mean, the same. I probably haven't seen one in ten years. Yeah, you don't see the bumper stickers. Is it? There's a yeah. bunch of them. Is, is it a chain? There was only one that I knew of. I don't now. I don't but, know, but, but it's definitely I've driven. I've driven from New York to Florida. Yeah. 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 Well, and the other thing about south of the border, not just the bumper stickers, but if you're driving north-south on whatever highway that is, starting like hundreds of miles away, there are pun-based billboards. Oh. Or there were at the time. The billboard industry has changed a lot. Yeah. But in 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 the early 90s. It would say like 200, say everyone's a wiener yeah. at south of the border, and there'd be a big hot dog. Worked yeah. on me. And then it would say, I laughed. 150 miles to south of the border. Yeah. Um, that is what, like, I just love weird. It's just a giant ass gas station, right? Yeah, there's like a gas station. Yeah. They sell fireworks. Wait, that's it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I assumed it was a bar or something. I mean, there's probably a restaurant with yeah, a bar. Yeah, there's probably a restaurant. But, and then it's like, you know, they sell trinkets and shit. Huh. Bumper stickers. And bumpers. They exclusively sell bumpers. <laughs> but it's like any of those things. My favorite one is the thing, which is in right. 
New Mexico, Arizona, I don't remember, Southwest. And you drive forever and it just keeps saying, basically luring you to see what the thing is. Spoiler alert, it's a mummy. Nice. Huh. It's in the gas station. Nice. You have to pay $1 to walk through this gas station <laughs> museum. They have some other old things in there. Right. They have a car in there that says it might have been owned by Hitler. Okay. That's H- actually, Hitler's death car. It's actually my favorite part of the museum <laughs> is the car that was maybe, maybe owned by Hitler. And then at the end, there's a mummy, and that's the thing. Um, uh, Matt, I have two questions for you. Please. Uh, I know these aren't for Hitler. I'm sorry. That's fine. Have you ever played Sam and Max Freelance Police, the Lucasfilm game? Or LucasArts game. Okay. Am I taking these in series or am I answering them? Yes, you can answer that one, though. I have not. Okay. Have you watched Gravity Falls with your kids? I have not. Okay. Both of these things are... What's Gravity Falls? I've heard of that. It's a newer um, Disney XD cartoon, but it's uh, Ah. surprisingly funny and, like, actually tells a story. It's kind of Twin Peaks inspired. Okay. But for kids. I put that on the same rubric also of things that we need to watch with Adventure Time. That sounds like the right time timeline. Okay. Both of those, I feel, are compatible with my kids. Speaking of uh, uh, these weird attractions, one that I like that's closer and easier to get to uh-huh. is, have you ever been to Roadside America? No. No, I've heard of it, though. They, did they do a book, too? There was a... It's a coincidence, I think. There was a website oh. in the early days of me yes. wasting yeah. time at work on the internet. Sure. There was a thing called Roadside America, which was like this compendium of weird uh, places. Wait, did Willie Nelson write this song, or is he doing a cover? He wrote this one. Okay, this is one that obviously, like, I've heard this song, but there are so many versions right. of this song. Right, exactly. What is this? Georgia on my mind. Oh yeah, I totally know this song. Uh, yeah, the official state song of Georgia. I feel like. uh, yeah, is it? Yep. I mean, it should be. It's a great it song. Be. Ray Charles made it famous. I think yeah. You're most yeah. like no you're offense? most liable to hear Ray Charles. What Jamie Fox version? <laughs> right. Yes. I'm trying to check. Sorry, I'm crumpling a lot of papers. I'm currently ill and taking Sudafed on the air. No, no worries. So anyway, so Roadside America, the physical place, is was definitely featured on the website Roadside America. Okay. But it's this, it's in Shartlesburg. Shartlesburg? Shartlesbury? <laughs> Shartlesville. Pardon me, Shartlesville. I'm glad I checked. Okay. Um, Pennsylvania. And uh, it's in the beginning of Pennsylvania Dutch country. Uh-huh. But what it is is it's this. It's a, there's a store where you can buy creepy dolls. <laughs> and then if you pay a couple bucks, you can go into this room, which is I don't know. It's the size of maybe like a like a VFW rec hall. How big is that? What, what, what a terrible, big. terrible. Yeah. And you can walk around the outsides of the room, but the center of the room is this giant model of like a bucolic uh, '50s era. American town and there are mountains and hills and the circus is in and as you walk around you can push little buttons that make weird oh, cool. like, yeah, mechanical this. things happen <laughs> um, and that's it and it's great it. and then every hour they lower the lights the sun goes up and down on this town <laughs> and yep. the lava pours <laughs> right uh, well um, the sun goes down and then there's a, an illuminated portrait of Jesus uh, okay, in great. Willie Nelson mode on the wall <laughs> a spotlight hits that and then they play the Kate Smith version of God Bless America alright Okay. That's, oh, that's, I, that's I, a lot. Honestly, I was kind of on board till the weird Jesus part. <laughs> I mean, you know. I would be disappointed if that didn't happen, actually. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> uh, I, I have missed all of these. I, I don't remember stopping at any of these fun things. Probably I did most of them as an adult. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't do things like that as a kid with my family. We did go in Cooperstown. There's the Farmer's Museum. Mm. Uh, after we already did the baseball one. <laughs> sure. Uh 
and it's a lot of weird things but then there was a big thing about the cardiff giant oh sure uh where they dug up a fossilized giant uh-huh. and then pt barnum put it on display yeah and then you don't know if it was a hoax or not and then you walk into the next room and then there's a big newspaper headline and my dad reads out really loud it's a hoax <laughs> uh, forgetting that there's other people in the room <laughs> poke back out through the door <laughs> sorry uh, maybe uh yeah that's the closest i, I want to st- i want to start stopping at more kitchen museums i love them Every- yeah. i've never regretted going to one I grew up near the Jello Museum. I've never been to that one. I have to even pass that. It's pretty small, and it's fine if you have to kill time in the area. But yeah. I wouldn't stop there okay. if, just to stop there. My parents now live somewhere near the Pez Museum. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I've driven past the, the sign for the exit for that one, but I have never stopped. Pez stands for something uh, interesting. Uh, oh. Is it an acronym? I'm pretty sure. NECA wafer is. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of that. They're both New England snacks. Okay, so now we're get, we're getting into the uh, the toe tapping section of this. Ah. I've got the time. Yeah, I do know this one. I didn't know this was him. Okay, what's this one called? If you've got the money, okay. I've got the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willie Nelson did not write George Allen on my mind. God, who did? Uh, it was written in 1930 by Ho- Hoagie Carmichael. Oh, oh sure, classic Hoagie. But it did go to number one with him. Uh, with Willie, it's so hard to tell the the. Uh, that's why there's all these asterisks and crosses all yeah. over this uh, great And this was like the time, probably like the tail end of the time, where just you'd put out an album and there'd be three covers on it of like current songs. And oh yeah, yeah yeah. Pez doesn't stand for anything, but it was originally created in Austria. Uh, I have it here that it stands for pigment epithe- epithelial zone. Uh, that sure. might not oh, be related to the candy. Two different sources. <laughs> I think that's part of the, how people get tattoos. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh wait, it's not an acronym, but it's an abbreviation for the German word for peppermint. Oh, hey. that makes sense. And they're just no longer peppermint flavored. Yeah. Oh, I would get the point of Pez's a lot more if they're yeah. peppermint yeah, flavored. Absolutely, they're weird. Other, I mean, I love the Pez dispenser. Don't get me wrong. You guys are all sweet to make me feel like I wasn't just thinking of Necco wafers when I clearly was. <laughs> Definitely were thinking of Necco wafers, right? Did Necco go under? I think Ooh. I think the Necco people went that's out of it. That's a recent thing, right? Yeah. That's, ne- a, Honestly, that's a Massachusetts That's story. fair because they're disgusting. There's not much to it. But, Necco, if you send us, let's say, $50 worth of candy, we will advertise for free. If they sent you $50 worth of Necco wafers, so it would sick. fill this room. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> be very ill. I would use it for heat. You know, it's funny. Speaking of Massachusetts and uh, and sort of the weird weird bedfellows of country music, so when I saw Willie Nelson on at Coney Island, his opener was this guy who you, you may have you, his, his music may have been featured on the show already. Aaron, Aaron Lewis of Stained. Oh, oh, oh yeah. no! I hope I hope never to feature. Um, so Stained That's been referenced, but never featured. Mm-hmm. Stained uh, had its moment. And the song, the name of which I can never remember. Um, and I then have it, a guess. <laughs> it became a cash negative enterprise. <laughs> and Aaron Lewis, the lead singer of Stained, literally bought a John Deere trucker hat, announced that he had always, that he had grown up listening to Outlaw Country, uh-huh. and is now a country guy. And it was crazy. That's like a reverse Chris Gaines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Chris Gaines was inside him all along. Yeah. And... Not, and it's, which is a weird move and a hard one to make but his first big song he keeps like talking about it like it really is the subject of his music his first big single 
maybe only, maybe big, maybe not big, <laughs> was called Northern Redneck, okay. um, in which he almost announces that he's, I believe, from Worcester, Massachusetts. I thought he was from Florida because he has a weird, I don't know why I know this, he had a weird beef with Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit about being from, like, Florida or something. I gotta look this up. Is it up. possible that you're thinking of Scott Stapp? No. I, I feel like Scott no. Stapp is from Florida. These are all names I kind of know. <laughs> um, but And then his other song that I listen to a lot. because He is I, from Massachusetts, you're right. Because I find it personally offensive. Is called That Ain't Country. Where he just, in one of his first ever country songs, takes the inventory of, I'm into this. I'm into of this song. all modern country music. And is like, that's not how it is. It should be more like Willie Nelson. And the third verse, or the like, the bridge, he just lists like Willie Nelson and all of his contemporaries. Is like that's how country should be. <laughs> I'll show myself out. <laughs> I want this song to be waffles. That's country. Pancakes. That's not country. It's just a long list. <laughs> Breaking I, it down. I think I'm writing a Lonely Island song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But one of their better ones. Yeah, right. Like third season of Digital Shorts, <laughs> the peak. Uh, I really like the piano player on this. That's his sister, Bobby. Oh. So he uh, he was born in the 30s, 33 maybe, um, and his Goodness. parents left to farm dust. He's old. Yeah, oh, all the way. Um, and I think about, I mean, when I'm on the internet and someone has passed away, I feel a lot of complex feelings about performative grief and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, part of the reason why I'm really glad to be here is it would be churlish to say, on Facebook, say, like, I'd like to celebrate Willie Nelson while he's around. But, like, you sort of want to do it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I 100% get that. Because when he's dead, it'll be too late. Yeah. And he'll never be able to hear how much you loved him on this podcast. Willie Nelson, Matt Fisher of Waterbury, <laughs> Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> you mean the world to him. But it's fun at those concerts, like, you know, it sort of sounds cliche to say, but he draws a very diverse crowd. That like, makes sense. There's to like me. crust punks and yeah. music dudes and bearded men like me. <laughs> um, but like in Coney Island, we were sat next to this very ritzy couple from Long Island. Oh, interesting. Like this elderly couple, and they're like, You like Willie Nelson? And I'm like, You like Willie Nelson? <laughs> and then by the end of it, you were hugging each other. Oh, and- we were just holding up lighters. And- <laughs> you at the amphitheater? Yeah. The Ford. I like it. It was fun. It's nice. It was like windy and weird. And- it's like right on the boardwalk in Coney Island. It's great. I've been to Siren Fest there a gajillion there. years ago. Okay. I think the amphitheater is relatively new. Oh, okay. It's right on the boardwalk. That's the only music I've ever seen yeah. at Coney Island. That was a dumb sentence because you don't see music. Well. You see it be performed. Being true. performed. Oh, well, that, don't don't get semantic with yourself. You're right. I'm being too hard on myself. Be us. nice to my friend Ramsey. <laughs> what is this one? This honky-tonk. Oh, this is an old. This is a. This is a. Um, a gospel song called "Uncloudy Day." I really love this song. This is like a. This is a desert island song for me. That's hmm. a cover of a very, very old song. Just about. Uh, part of what I like about Willie Nelson is I was raised uh, Catholic, and have and, am, and have have a different relationship to Catholicism than I did then. And uh, but I like his his songs that are religious. I like. Um, because they they uh, brush up against what I find to be the most meaningful and uh, um, edifying parts of religion and, and none of the rest of the stuff. Like, this is a very nice, uh, really very cool song. And then he has another song, my favorite ever Willie Nelson song. It's called Heaven and Hell. It's a very simple, very stripped-down song. And, like, fun to listen to. Not a, not a dirge by any means. But it just, uh, the, the operative lyric, I think, is... Um, 
Heaven isn't walking down a street made of gold, and hell isn't a, hell ain't a mountain of fire. Heaven is laying in my sweet baby's arms, and hell is when baby's not there. Oh, that's and great! Like all there is to it. See, I was hoping it was going to be waffles. That's heaven. Pancakes. <laughs> that's hell. I think you need to meet Willie Nelson where he is. <laughs> all right. Nashville. I'm told. <laughs> I'm going there next week. Do you think he wants to hang out? I mean, well, he he goes to Texas. He's a he's an awesome Texas guy. Oh, he's tech. Ramsey, you confused me. I'm sorry. That makes sense. I forgot that he created Austin City oh, after right. this. I'm not crying. I have a stuffy nose. I'm not that upset that I won't <laughs> see what It's great music. I'm week. crying too. No, this is great. <sighs> um, the best time I ever saw Willie Nelson is my brought my dad to college. And, um, <laughs> How many times have you seen Willie Nelson? Or is that too hard a question? Not too hard. I may not be super specific. I would say around 10. Okay. Um, that, that was a really good interviewer technique to interrupt your story to ask you a question. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> not at all. Um, and I was, and I saw, we saw him, my, I made my dad come to Providence, Rhode Island, and we saw him play this tiny little rock club in Providence, Rhode Island. And like my dad, you know, as much as he loves Willie Nelson, it's not like a Providence Rock Club kind of guy. Yeah, sure. And I had been there the previous week to see P-Funk or some insane <laughs> thing. Um, and it was great, this tiny little thing. And this is like when the intensity was super high and the, you know, the concert was long. And uh, all these weird Providence people would just pass up their cowboy hats. And he'd wear your cowboy hat for a song and then give it oh, back. Oh, fun. Oh, man, it was cool. And I offered to let my dad sleep over, but he didn't. He chose not to. He chose not to. <laughs> you want to sleep over in your... <laughs> Unit, unit 7 would open apartment. its arm to you, man. <laughs> um, you would have given your rock-hard bed, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Your extra-long twin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. Do they do Why? that just to sell new sheets? Why do they do that? It's so bad. It's so dumb. I completely forgot about that and got angry. Yeah, you had to buy special sheets oh, for college. Completely novel type of bed. Dumb. Yeah. So stupid. And I guess twin beds are pretty fucking short, though, right? For adult people to be sleeping on yeah i guess i don't really know bed sizes <laughs> my whole life opened up when i moved into an apartment and got the futon uh, i'm a i don't sleep on a futon any longer for social for social reasons <laughs> i was really concerned for a minute that you're like i love futons i still sleep on them i mean if there was a futon in my house i would i mean i would monitor how my relationship with my wife was going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but insofar as the lights were green <laughs> I would sneak out and sleep on I'm a futon. I'm so instead. confused. They're so uncomfortable. I'm thinking a very specific kind of futon. It depends where the bar is. Yeah, that's the problem is that it bar does, gets you. It does depend. Well, this was like a couch. Uh-huh. The one that can all slide up to become an L and then it goes flat. <laughs> You're literally describing a futon. <laughs> but it's... Maybe it's, I guess it's the quality of the mattress. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's going it to be thick. But it was, it was Spartan in a certain way. Okay, like, yeah. no nonsense. Yeah. Just firm. I need a firm. I like a firm bed. Yeah. I just got a new mattress. Oh, so good. What does it have? Just the right thing and just the right bounce? I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that a is that a a slogan? That's a podcast uh, advertisement joke. Oh, uh, it is a Casper. So if they'd like to give us some money, I think we just did a commercial for them. Yeah. um, What happened? Did it inflate? What's the story? So you open the bag. It's like vacuum sealed. Right. But how did they do that? I don't. No, I don't know. It's with crazy. a giant sous vide machine. It's also because yeah. I. It was a whole situation. Cause <laughs> Took I, me for a second to process what a sous vide yes, was. Yes, <laughs> I understood. Um, this mattress is 100 pounds. I live on a third floor walk up. 
I had to get it up right. by myself. Put in a box no bigger than a mini fridge. It's a little bigger than a mini fridge, I'm not going to lie. But um, it's also, you're upending uh, decades of podcasts. It's uh, also, dogma. It's like, no, it's almost my height. Whoa. I'm sure, for the record. The, but box, like, the box was? The box is pretty tall. The Casper one is tall. What size bed was it? Queen. Oh, maybe it's just like the... The twin. The twin though. one could be. The oh, size for of real podcast dopes, podcast listeners. You yeah, get the, you get. Don't the worry, kids guys. Back. Yeah, um, it was really heavy. But yeah, then you unfurl it, and then you cut open the plastic, and it. Yeah. That's cool. It's and like, it just sucks in like the room air. It's just like. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But you've never slept better. Um, yeah, I have. You have to break it in a little first. But if it's, our listeners want to go to Casper.com slash... Make them pay. Make them give you a custom URL. <laughs> they tell you you have to break it in for 30 days. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've only had it for three days. But then you can only return oh, man, it for just the happened. remaining yeah, 70. Friday. New year, new bed. Yeah. I really needed it. Because the bed I had, as we were talking about previously, was from my college apartment. So it, I really needed it. Oh, I don't know bed. if I knew that. Did you tell me that? No. Okay. I don't. I mean, it feels weird that I would have told you that. You no, know, when you said we were talking about previously, I was like... Oh, no, I you were talking it. about college apartment. I made it. Yeah, not my mattress. So in terms of Willie Nelson comprehension, you may have heard of a Willie Nelson song called Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow to Be Cowboys, or at least the parenting concept of not letting your babies grow yeah. to be cowboys. This is that song. This is a song. And, and he wrote this song. Because this is my problem with all these songs. I do know them somewhere in my right. brain, but I don't... I had no idea this was a, any version of this was Willie Nelson. Right. Uh, I'm going to sing you an alternate version that oh, no. I know. Oh, no. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be chipmunks. Cowboys. Uh-huh. Alvin. Oh, oh nice. okay. Nice there it is. Yep. Uh, that's from a Best of the Chipmunks sure. commercial. <laughs> and it was the best of the chipmunks. <laughs> it certainly was. They, they also tell your babies not to, not to allow your babies grow to be cowboys in the Weird Al Yankovic song, um, Dare to be Stupid, which oh. is also one of Ezra's top tracks. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a real Devo thing. Yeah, yeah. He, it's hard to, under, to explain to him that this is a deconstruction of what Devo was doing. <laughs> yeah. He's not getting the subtlety of this song. I think you got to wait to introduce him to it again. Keaton, my older one, is huge into Weird Al. And that is a weird distinction to be like, this song is meant to evoke the talking heads. But not any specific talking heads. Huh? You're, of course, referring to Dog Eat Dog. And, and a wildly underrated Weird Al Yankovic track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this is all I wanted this show to be. This is so good. It's fine. Um. <laughs> I've learned our listeners like more of Ramsey's music than I do. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We were talking about secret tracks and, yes. and uh, albums that have been chopped up poorly on uh, Spotify. There's a Casey Musgraves song a duet with Willie Nelson where she covered one of his oldest songs and I think that's how they became friends. They met each other in some sort of social situation. She was like, oh, I love this song. And he was like, oh, nobody's listened to that song in a million (laughs) years. You'll be my Padawan. That's a Star Wars song. All right. But it was the secret track on one of her albums and it's... uh, Is he on a secret track? He is on a secret track. And then I think it didn't even make it to Spotify. Huh. Like I think I'm they sure hacked it's somewhere it up. I can find it. There's yeah. a video for it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember that. Cool. I'm sure I can just if you would just Google um Did you find it already? No. I'm He's he's going somewhere. <laughs> um no, I was hoping to brute force by my Willie Nelson love, uh just recall the name of the song. Is it Are You Sure? Are you sure? Okay. Are you sure this is where you want to be tonight? Okay. Oh, it's beautiful. 
pick I will up. definitely listen to this. But he's but she's so young and vital and even and he's in the video and he looks like the Crypt Geeker. Like <laughs> he do, is a it's tough. I do not well and she's a beautiful right. angel. Um she also on her Christmas album maybe has a song with Willie Nelson. She has a song about about Willie about Nelson. and with Willie Nelson. Yeah. Say which is called Have a Very Willie Nelson Christmas, right? Have something a really like nice Christmas. Yeah. Oh my god, I knew it was something. <laughs> Which is a third about marijuana. It's great. Mm-hmm. I can't recommend that enough. Well, because she also does love marijuana. Everybody, Aaron Lewis sings about Meryl, Meryl, the stained guy. Yeah. He's huge. He's making that a centerpiece of his outlaw country push. I don't know why I assume that's where you initially were going to go, not the Massachusetts, but I, I really, I know nothing about stained, but that's where I assumed it was going to go. And then in at, as he was opening for Willie Nelson, they covered the Stain song in the manner of Willie Nelson. It was bad. The whole thing was... What is the big Stain song? Would I know it? It's been a while. Oh, God, that's Stained. <laughs> right. Yes. Stained Glass, of course. Yes. My favorite Duh. podcast. <laughs> um, while looking for that, I did find a blog called A Beginner's Guide to Willie Nelson and Casey Musgrave's Friendship, which I will read the I mean, entire thing of. That's an A1... <laughs> That will be what I read in the cab home tonight. Send me that link. <laughs> How is that well, not a like a serial style podcast? Yeah, I, I'm in. I'm in. Laying soft against your skin. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it was Willie way- Nelson is a sexual being. Right? <laughs> I mean, we saw the tank top. That's true, and that rock lean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I know me, this song. Help me make it through the night. I don't know this song. Like so many people, so many musicians revere Willie Nelson, and so many musicians have like played Farm Aid and yeah. things mm-hmm. like that. That like a lot of these songs are sort of out oh, there. I forgot he he was Farm. He started Farm Aid, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. He wasn't Farm Aid. I'm being very hard on myself today. Well, your your emotional, all your mental RAM is being given up to having your your heart rocked by Willie Nelson. He oh he's yeah he. Uh, like before his concerts, he plays like a video about refugees. Oh this wow! Is, this is before like there were very specific practical refugee right. like refugees generally, about, like things <laughs> right. like that, and the failing farm and like everything. Like he he tries his best. A lot of he's gotten the best response to the weed thing, <laughs> but uh, he's tried to improve the world in many ways. Was he? Has, he's he's a, oh, go ahead. You got it. No, no, no. I want you to talk. He has a son, Lucas Nelson, who travels with him frequently and makes music that doesn't necessarily appeal to everyone go on i just never it's not it's not enough like it's sort of like uh the music that might be made by uh, the son of someone who who could guarantee sure 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 a certain amount of records this makes sense I I knew it was spelled with a k i almost said it out loud so i've seen it somewhere before isn't that weird i like that his middle name is autry oh sure a good country well that's what it is even these outlaw guys like they always pay fealty to um hank williams it's great we all heard that error sorry (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to close the tab we didn't need anymore i feel like willie nelson was recently in the news for having a stance that angered conservatives in some way and then i saw the the blowback was all like do you know anything about willie nelson His, uh, he put Beto O'Rourke on the map. That's what it was. I mean, to, he, he was a big Beto guy. Yep. This makes more sense also, him being from Austin. Yeah. Um, he's, he's friends with Snoop Dogg. 
So there are two. Who the, is it though? The it's two modern songs that you may have heard is um, "Roll Me Up" and "Smoke Me When I Die." Okay. <laughs> I have sure. not heard that. Um, and it's all gone to pot. Okay. Yep. Okay. And he knows those ones are gonna go. Yeah. So he has the friends on. He gets Chris Christopherson out to sing a verse on those, and Will and Snoop Dogg sings. Oh, interesting. Oh. Sort of tonally sings a, huh. a verse of one of those songs. Does he do like one of those per album now? Like when he puts out a new thing? Oh, he's got it. Uh, otherwise, why bother? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. You know, I, I spend a lot of time thinking about that. Like, no matter what Willie Nelson does, like he's not. He just doesn't have the purchase on the culture. I think about that in terms of like Rivers Cuomo too. Like, right. Weezer's having a moment. Yes. Um, but like, no matter what the abstract quality of whatever Rivers Cuomo like is writing good. down in his journal, yeah. he just doesn't have the ear. Like, right. he just can't produce a cultural thing the way he wants to. Yeah. This is such a side note, but I just discovered that in addition to Weezer covering Africa by Toto, yes. Toto covered Dope Nose by Weezer, and that went under my radar, and I just felt like the world should know that. It was great. It was, I saw a clip of that being performed live. Did they, I don't know if they like, did they do more than I that? N- I only learned about it because there's a seven inch single of it. Oh, nice. <laughs> good, good. That I noticed. Good, good. That I didn't need to purchase. In a lot of ways, they kind of high-roaded mm-hmm. R- Weezer, because Weezer covered like their most obvious song, right. yep. and they chose a more prickly uh, <laughs> uh, choice from their from Weezer's discography. Yeah. So slow. It's tough because you know a lot of times, like if I'm listening to unfamiliar music or music in a genre that I don't enjoy, I'll at least give me like at least some. Uh, momentum, like some bangers. The the ballads are always the black diamond difficulty of any <laughs> of any uh, artist. Well, when you kind of uh, you usually have to like, I feel like you have to come to a ballad on your own. Hmm. Like not not like someone can't play it for you and you enjoy it, but like to get into it, you I feel like you have to have a moment right. with a slow song. This is just Heather being mad about the time I wrote a song about her that was a ballad and sprang it on her. <laughs> This is very passive aggressive right now. <laughs> you didn't let me sit, leap on it. <laughs> We're coming up on the song that you knew. Oh, it's a couple. It's a couple down still. Wait, you're guessing the one? Oh, I'm guessing the one you know. Interesting. I also because I can see the track listing. I definitely know that song. Yeah. I feel like so. I probably know the one that you're talking about. Right. But the one I was thinking of may not even be on the best of. Oh, okay. We'll see. We'll see. see. Why yeah. does it, it? Does it really suck? No, I like it, but I don't know if it was a big hit. I only know it because it was in a TV show that I watch okay. at least three times throughout the series. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Oh I'll, I'll reveal all if it doesn't uh, show up. Okay. Guys, push comes to shove. You have some trivia coming your way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that because one of the other sort of musical interactions I've had with people recently is we, my wife and I go see TV on the radio whenever they're mm-hmm. in town. Good, good live show. Great live show. Mm-hmm. Um, good music. Wait, music I saw them. Served. I saw them once. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Where, like, when about? It was in Manhattan. It was three or four years ago. Nice. Didn't they just play Prospect? Well, okay, just. Did they play Prospect Park this summer? I might be mixing up my um, I, years, to They be played Prospect Park uh, maybe last year, okay. maybe in the past couple of years. They played this, this uh, weird art center in Queens. They played a Dear Science 10th anniversary show where they hmm. played Dear Science in its entirety. I once again interrupted you, but I was just surprised that I, that was a concert I completely forgot about. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we may have, our beards may have passed in the night. <laughs> um, but I think about that a lot because, like, they mean a lot to me, but they're not especially popular. In fact, I feel like yeah. their reputation is for being not, like, 
sort of uncelebrated. Yeah, a like bit. they kind of like never like they were in that group of bands that got big, but they never like totally took right. off. Yeah. Right. yeah. And also, I feel like it hurts a little bit that their fan base is so so Brooklyn. Like yeah. every we we don't miss a concert. And everyone identical to my wife and I never misses a concert either, (laughs) which must be a weird thing to stare out at year after year. (laughs) Two of my favorite musicians, I've told one of the stories where I I tracked him down and had him sign a vinyl record of mine, and he wrote, thanks for remembering me. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which broke my heart. (laughs) Uh, But then uh, there's another band that was one of the Elephant Six bands, uh, the Essex Green. Okay. Uh, and they only did like a couple records. They just put out a new one. And uh, my wife and I went and saw them at the Knitting Factory in Williamsburg. Williamsburg and we were by far the youngest people there. <laughs> and they were all just talking about like, yeah, we haven't done we haven't done this in a while. Uh, she went off and got a master's degree, and I, I opened a bakery. <laughs> And it was, it was a real bummer. <laughs> like, it was clear that they were just describing how their dreams didn't yeah, the, Their post-artistic life. Yep. Yep. And then we just thought we'd do it again. We all had, like, a break. I won't say what band it was, but there was that time. I think I probably texted you about this. I was on a shoot, and oh. I was talking to the guy driving my van, like, driving the production van. Like, we had different locations that day. And I don't. we started talking about music, and he had disclosed me that he was in a once very popular indie band and I was like uh, yeah what's the oh. <laughs> okay music is not not a great not a great path that's true they, they were a big band I know, too. That, I know I when know. you told me that it's fine <laughs> it's too bad you didn't see Pagliacci before mm-hmm. he quit I am I am Pagliacci and I quit <laughs> it's a shame Pagliacci hasn't put out more records yeah. recently <laughs> Uh, oh, this is I. There's no way for me to pay it off here. But if you ever, if you enjoy this music, this song is called um, uh, "I'd Have to Be Crazy," and it's another one of these songs, very understated. This love song, where he talks about how how irrational it would be for him to uh, uh, fall out of love with a woman, and he talks about it. He, he actually talks about like talking to ants and things like huh. a little bit. There's where he talks about like being crazy, but it's like another one of these like. <laughs> sort of just like quietly quiet longing country songs which i think is maybe the reputation for how country love songs are sure but i think i find that country music is much more of like a chip on the shoulder kind of like chest out kind of right thing which is why i find this i find this music sort of novel in that way i know i've done weird things <laughs> all right yeah so he's written this one and crazy for patsy klein yeah yeah Oh, maybe this is a clapback. Maybe this is. I'm kicking myself for when you asked uh, for Patsy Klein's name that I didn't say Leanne Rhymes earlier. Right, right. I'm still me And the place where I hold you is true. Yeah, it's funny talking about musicians and lives. This will sound. There's no brag in this. I live like an absolute animal, and I'm a comedian. I contribute nothing to society. But in my building, there's a band. There's a couple band. Yeah. That like they're actually I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Saint Lucia. Yeah. Oh yeah. They do like electronic yep. sort of like dancey rock music, and uh, yeah, they live uh, in the building. I don't think I say what building that is. I've never told anyone where I live. I mean, you can say your address on the air if you wanted. Okay. It's up to you. Well, then I'm then I'm saying their address. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But 
fine. It's super normal just to put your address out, right? Don't but make me so, edit it. <laughs> so I don't. So I don't. I leave everyone alone. Yep. Everywhere, including in my elevator. Um, <laughs> but my kids don't. Oh. And my sons are constantly explaining Overwatch to them. <laughs> and uh, and they're they're close neighbors with a really good friend of mine, uh, like my building friend. And uh, so we saw they were playing a concert in New York, and my friend. Uh, he was like, you know, we should go. We should go on a double date. We'll go see. We'll go see him. And we bought the tickets and we got it all ready. And he, who's much, he's much more outgoing than I am. He was like, you know what? What's he talking about? This is a building outing. And he goes, he goes next door and knocks on the door. Like he has their keys and stuff. Like they're all, they're very close. He's like, we're going. We're all going to the show. Can we like go backstage or something? And they like hooked us all up. And so we went and saw this concert at this great new venue that you can see like from the Brooklyn Bridge. It's like in the river in Manhattan. It's like just oh. south of the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh. It's just like weird lit up. It used to be where, like where the, uh, it's like South Seaport area. Yeah, it's like hanging yeah, off yeah, the yeah. South Street Seaport. Hmm. Um, and they were on the roof and it was like a nice night. Oh, That's cool. You see the bridge, it was the end of the summer. And uh, we just enjoyed from the audience. And then afterwards we went backstage and we waited for them to come out. And they came out and they were like, oh, okay, hi, yeah, hi. It was like nice to see you. And they were like, you know what? The the babysitter, we gotta go. We gotta go relieve the babysitter. We gotta go. So they took off, and then we were like, we have no reason to be here. We took off, and our like cabs got <laughs> to the building at the same time, and they were like carrying all these like <laughs> keyboards and stuff, and like, well, we'll help you bring the keyboards. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it was very domestic. Yeah. I, that's awesome. You know, it's like as a as a parent and as like an older gentleman. I'm not that old. I'm in my thirties. Um, but like, there's so much that goes on in New York that I just don't take advantage of anymore. I just like camp out with my kids and play video games <laughs> and stuff. But that felt like a very. I was like, oh yeah, I'm still doing it. Like, doing a thing. Still in the mix. That's awesome. <laughs> They're great. I, oh, I love those guys. Did you take your kids to the Overwatch tournament at Barclays? I did. Great question. I did. Well, well researched. Do you? Uh, I work for a video game website, and we did a whole. E- I work on the advertising side and worked on a lot of esports in 2017. We could. I saw a friend who worked at Blizzard. Happened. That was two years ago, by the way. Yeah, I worked on the esports in 2017. Okay. The sorry. Blizzard thing was 2018. The Overwatch tournament. I thought you were still year. signing 2018 on your checks. No. Get it straight. Yeah, uh, I know my timeline. My semantics so apply to all. So were you there? No. It was epic. I mean, I wish the New York Excelsior had gotten there. <laughs> Gotten their act together. Not going to happen. Played man. at the inaugural hometown uh, Super Bowl. No. I have been to an esports tournament at an arena, and it was truly one of the craziest things I've ever seen oh, geez, in my imagine. life. It was what esport was? League of Legends. That's a whole. That's a big one. That takes a certain personality. In Poland. <laughs> it wow. was a true journey. Oh man! It was wild. I, it was for work, and it was crazy. But yeah, it's a it's a real crazy thing. What's his name? DJ Khaled. He'll do anything, though. He played over. He <laughs> opened the Overwatch thing, and it was to the universal disappointment of everyone. Oh no! He, he played himself. Actually, I can say this: by the time this comes out, my company should be sold. He also oh, wow. played our upfronts, and he literally. It was a nightmare. He literally at one point said. Uh, on stage, you know, he says like DJ Khaled ain't nothing to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Change the lyric to Univision. Ain't nothing to fuck sure. with. My parent company. Sure. It was great. <laughs> so lame. I literally was, and it's like, a, my friends are like a rooms of suits. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like standing in the back. I like maybe put on a blazer. Like I'm not, right. I, it's like a whole thing for me. I just wow. don't really fit in. I'm also probably a lot younger than most of the people in that room. Right. 
And I was just like, I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed right now for like young people that this this is what's representing us. It was a lot. It was a lot. So I think he'll do any any corporate game. Oh yeah, he's he is available. Let's get him on the show. To be fair though, I was watching that and texting um, some, some people younger than me. And I was like, wait, does DJ Khaled not even have songs? He only features. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's literally like playing a Justin Bieber song and then him like doing his feature on it. 100%. He has no songs. Oh, that's... I think he played Poison by Bill Biv DeVoe at the oh, Overwatch thing and yelled, oh, yelled about it. Yeah, he just yells. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, um, man, that Overwatch tournament was something else. It's uh, really nuts. I'm going to go back a quick step. Can you tell me the family's go-to Overwatch character? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> well... Here's what, well, I don't know if you know, this is, when this comes out, this will be month-old news, but Soldier 76 is gay. Oh. It came out today. Wow. Interesting. The accompanying official Overwatch comic has revealed that he pines oh. for a, a dark-haired lover who he had to abandon Honestly, to uh, pursue great. his life in the military. Is this is the that... first openly gay video game character? No, there's got to no. be other Well, ones. Tracer, Tracer is, oh. I think, canonically bisexual. Okay. That was fan canon that I think became true, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I totally know this song. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> thinking of this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You weren't thinking of this one? I was not thinking of okay. this one. Okay. This is, I mean... This is the whole show. This is I mean, the song. I know this better as Conan O'Brien's My Own Show again from the documentary <laughs> Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. Uh-huh. That's, of course, a lie, but yes, sure. I know this song. Okay, good. Um, this was featured in uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, that makes sense. This is a Forrest Gump thing. I haven't seen that in forever. I, oh, disagree, I disagree with Forrest Gump. Mm, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> go on. Life is not like a box of chocolates. <laughs> I mean, life is, can be like a box yeah. of chocolates sometimes. No, it just it seemed to be like a weird sort of boomer history where it's like, you deserve credit for what happened during the time you were alive, mm. even if you didn't contribute to it or understand it while it's going on kind of thing. I'm with you. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of that. I have a, I'm slightly racist against people my parents' age, but not my parents. Who introduced me to Willie Nelson? There you go. And also provided me with the amazing life I lived there. Um, so yeah, but this is people, this is like sort of that TV on the radio question of like, what does it seem like to people who aren't me? People, right. people know, but people know on the road again. Of right? course. Yes. Yes. I, I'm a fool for not thinking of this oh, earlier. I, oh, same. Oh, no judgment. Um, I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. It, to me, it's like, it's one of those songs that's just like so ubiquitously like in the pop culture yeah. that I don't even think I feel anything about it. It's just like always existed right. <laughs> in the consciousness of the world, right. and it's just there. And when you hear it, it's probably in a Cracker Barrel or something like. That. <laughs> Honestly, I fucking love a Cracker Barrel. Oh I, I spent a lot of time in Cracker Barrel. I've barrels. never been. <laughs> what? Yep. Okay, well, we're going on a road trip to Cracker Barrel. I'm Not down. a joke. There is one on the way to Asbury. Oh, yeah. Um, in I, true Aaron Lewis style, there are many northern Cracker Barrels. <laughs> I will drive us all there. I've got the I car. Let's do it. I love Cracker Barrel. I want an excuse to go. They have a whole store in the front I've had where crackle- they sell old-timey candy and weird decorations for your home. I want it. All and like it. sweatshirts with the navy <sighs> emblem on them. It's so good. I I've had Cracker Barrel brand cheese. Yeah, that's yeah, that, you're not doing yourself any favors. Is that the same company? I assumed it was. That's probably something. I mean, they probably licensed their name to it. Yeah, probably. It's like how you can get Chi-Chi's salsa. Yeah. Ooh, does Chi-Chi still exist? I don't think so. I don't think it does either. Cracker Barrel, also on the provisional uh, oh, acceptance list. Possibly Although it's canceled? been many years. I think it's been mildly uncanceled. They had what? a class action lawsuit about serving non-whites, I believe. Oh. I don't know about this. 
which I mean, this cover I mean stands with their. Aunt. This is another weird one. <laughs> so this is the other thing. Is this is a song? There's another guy singing. Yeah, I was gonna say it does not sound. And that. Oh, yeah, it's hold on. It's doing the thing where I can't see the whole name. That's Leon Russell. I there think. it is. is I can only see Leo. <laughs> Spotify. I have, it's, I have a small monitor. You can love music on Spotify, yeah. but Spotify doesn't love music. No, no. That's right. Anyway. It, do- it also doesn't love user right. interfaces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, U- the GUI it's experience. It's <laughs> great. But it, so I always thought of this as the worst. Here's a saxophone. Here's the only saxophone. Oh, interesting. I always thought of this as the worst song on this album. Um, but weirdly, since I've listened to more Willie Nelson music. Oh, here comes Mickey. There he is. Um... This Leon Russell album that this is taken from is just all covers and weird covers. Like, they cover, like, You Are My Sunshine and stuff. So it's like a... And Leon Russell is a... He's a creature of his own. There are a lot of people... Is he more of a blues guy? He's... I would... I don't know enough about his history to say one or another. He... I associate him with, like, a Dr. John type person. Okay, yep. Sort of like a... He's like a scraggly bearded man who's like... Oh my goodness, I googled him. He looks like a beautiful old wizard. (laughs) (laughs) It's a beautiful beard! Yeah, he has like all white Edgar Winter. Yeah. Like Gandalf, but wearing wraparound shades. Okay. I can't turn my computer because I will definitely fuck this up. I I love this man now. What a look. I I do have to tell us that my wife texted me from the other room to say that Chi-Chi's no longer operates in Canada or United States okay. as of 2004, okay, but does still exist. Okay. You just need to go to Germany. Yeah. Oh, she's... Oh, I, gotta, I gotta follow up. <laughs> or it might be the same one. Uh, they went bankrupt in the U.S. after a deadly outbreak of hepatitis A. Oh. Thanks for the text. Oh. Yikes. Is that Chi-Chi's the Mexican Grill? I think that's yeah. the one. Yeah. I will say, I've eaten at a Chi-Chi's before, but the only thing I remember, and honestly... I w- would still go and maybe risk hepatitis is instead of mozzarella sticks it was pepper jack cheese and instead of being coated in breadcrumbs it was crushed up tortilla chips I would like to eat that it was delicious I'd try one of those yeah uh, here's my problem with On the Road Again which on the whole I like a lot but every time I hear it I think about hearing that song live and how it's just like I can't wait to get out of here mm. it's my same problem with Homeward Bound by Simon and Garfunkel oh interesting but you don't like songs about leaving if I'm watching them live and they're just talking about like I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. No, but on the yeah, road, like, if you're seeing him live, he's on the road. That's what he wants to be doing. Okay, he's I guess doing you're right. what he wants. I, t- I take it back, but it's more Simon Garfunkel. Oh, I okay, get that's it. fine. Like, when people sing about dancing, they want you to dance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny, you know, talking about how this is sort of a legacy for my parents. My parents also like Simon and Garfunkel, like like uh, Sounds of Silence era Simon yeah. and Garfunkel. But that really. Over time, he really alienated my dad. Paul Simon really oh, interesting. turned my dad wow. off because his uh, doesn't like to be called call him out. <laughs> no, <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, like sort of in that same way, like where they were like, like a little bit more grounded than the, the sort of social tumult mm-hmm. that was happening around them. I think he he finds that uh, Paul Simon's like uh, freewheeling lyrics um, are some sort of taunt, <laughs> and that over time, Paul Simon is now laughing up at his sleeve at people. Like, he'll write nonsensical things, and when people pretend to like them, like, the joke's on you somehow. <laughs> That's fascinating. I like how many layers there are to that. <laughs> yeah. You can call me L. Your dad scoffs. <laughs> also, my dad was in love with Carrie Fisher. It's it a lot. Oh, okay. All right. This is... Oh, 
This is clicking for me. <laughs> That's why he hates uh, the Ghostbusters as well. Right, right, right. <laughs> What's this one called? I like that you both check. It's fun. If you could touch her at all. This is this has some of the most graphic uh, descriptions of what's probably sex that you'll hear in a Woody Nelson. What's probably sex? I understood what he, what it meant, but it sounded like you you weren't sure yourself what sex was. Well, <laughs> he never quite says. I you, who knows what he's talking about? Right. When he says that a woman can take any man and hold him. Or something. I forget. I mean, that could be shaking hands at church, yeah. saying "peace be with you." Too true. Um, or I'm sorry, also with your spirit. It's it's not a leftover detail. It needn't be said, but I gotta say, you know, I was talking about how DJ College ruined yeah. the Overwatch thing. Yeah. The audience never went as nuts because the New York team, the way the reason they put it there is because the, all season the New York team was just yeah. laying out people. And then they switched how Zenyatta works. And so Jonek, um, the, the Zenyatta player, was all of a sudden completely nerfed. And then they ended up losing the season. So the Overwatch was what it was. Also, it's very poorly timed because every match they go back to the they go back to different layers. It's all in a football system. So they'll go to the Al Michaels. They'll go to like the booth crew. Oh. And then the booth crew will throw to the studio crew. And that happens over. There's very little Overwatch. They got the voice actress. They got the Pharaoh voice actress in between these matches to kill time. And she was just standing in the crowd, and everyone around her is going nuts. And uh, she's like, oh, we want to introduce one of the voice actresses. She's the voice of Pharaoh. I should say her name. It's a disrespectful. I don't. This clip is on the internet. And uh, she's very, plays it very cool. She's like, thank you so much. We get so much support from the, uh, the Overwatch community. Um, it's so great. And then she said... <laughs> She said, she she teed it up herself. If you're a voice actor, I guess you need to learn how to do this. But she said, uh, she was like, how'd she do it? She said, like, it's nice weather we're having. It's been dry. But look out, because justice reigns from above. <laughs> and like, it was like, I, it was like Elvis. Like, it was yeah, like yeah. the Beatles at Chase Stadium for, for five seconds. Crazy. That's so funny. It's uh, yeah. It's just like a world I don't understand. But like I, I mean, I just like <laughs> fandom in general, right, so right. I appreciate it. Because when I was at the League of Legends tournament, I was with a particular player who he wasn't playing in the tournament. He is maybe retired. I don't know. His name is XPK or something. Um, but like we had to have security with us the whole time because he's well. First of all, he's um, a hot guy. Sure. Mm. So it's like a whole thing. That he's like yeah. a hot video game guy. Oh, in gaming, that's like uh, yeah. that's really striking gold. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is why he was working with us on this advertising campaign. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, we literally had to have security, and people were just nonstop lining up, like following us. It was it was really wild, and I was like, I don't literally have any idea who this person is. <laughs> it's so strange, so weird. Yeah, and like the New York team is owned by the guy who owns the Mets. Oh, right, I mean, yeah. it's really smart. It's, it's a thing. I went and also did um, a short docuseries in Detroit with this team who is owned by, a, like, a player on the Celtics. Like, same thing. That oh, weird. Wait, that might have been an Overwatch team. I don't remember. Hmm. I think it was an Overwatch It could team. be. I mean, that's the way they formed the league was just by getting the billionaire sports owners from every team. I feel yeah, like the there's Renegades. a Bob Kraft. There might be a... a I remembered their names. 
the, the renegades. I don't know. It's funny because the cities are completely made up. They all just play in a warehouse in Los Angeles. <laughs> These guys were, I think they are the Detroit Renegades, and they played in a basement in a house. They all lived in this house yep. that they had bought this house for them or rented it, and they all lived there and played together in the basement and practiced and did their tournaments and everything. So if I buy internet and pizza and a room for like five teens, uh-huh. I can own a team? You own a yes. team. Yeah. It sounds way it's, more sorted the way I just put it. It's crazy, though. The spot, like... The sponsorship money is actually, it's insane. Right. It's a really smart investment for these billionaire sports people to buy teams. Yeah. I want to sold this. out. They, they, I mean, the Nets can't sell out Barclays. Ever. Right. MSG owns a esports league, or not league, um, like group, where it's like a few different games. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I want to do the sabermetrics of Overwatch right, leagues. Right. Well, they do have coaches. All yeah. the teams do have coaches. It's so crazy. And they're constantly tweeting out like spreadsheets. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, we're getting our healing game together. <laughs> I love it. The coach of the team that we worked with uh, was 19. <laughs> because of course he is. Like, it couldn't be an old person. Oh, yeah. mercy. But his hand was broken. And I was like, is that an Overwatch injury? It was actually a dishwashing injury. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he cut his hand Tough. on a knife. They say it's not sports, yeah. but I mean, you got to watch yeah. out washing dishes. I mean, it is a lot of like, it is reflexes. Yeah, 60% of the game is washing dishes. Yeah. Well, the head of the, I mean, this, the breakout star of the New York Excelsior, Pine, the big boss, Pine. I can't pronounce his Korean name. Um, he quit and he took time off in the middle of the season because he was being in America depressed him so much. <gasps> But then the league folded that back into like his package, and so like for the for the championship series, and when he came to New York, because although the XL didn't compete, they did come to the pop up shop, and we met them. <laughs> and uh, Keaton typed out this insane thing, uh, this great thing, on my phone into Google Translate, and then translated into uh, Korean, uh, the Korean alphabet. But it was like, thank you for coming to our country. You are a great Overwatch player, um, and uh, we met the whole gang. But Pine like. He's like, I was too sad to play. Uh, and like now they do the full like NFL thing of like before the game they show him in interviews and him playing and he's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm depressed. I go home a lot and my teammates are very supportive. It's an insane wow. like, it's a thing that works completely different than It's crazy. The world is the world is changing. <laughs> in a great way. You gotta let it. Yeah. I know you are a gamer yourself. Did you do you play Overwatch with the kids? Well or? I do, and it's because I'm a bad gamer. Because like Overwatch, you can play a ten minute like mm-hmm. yeah. while people while while someone's taking a bath, you can play for ten. Or Keaton and I can like after dinner, but before bed, you can have a f- yep finite yep, and like it just resets all the time. You don't have to like. But I have started playing a little bit uh, that Red Dead Redemption game. It's, mm. it's a lot of fun. It's finally got complex enough so that you're not just playing the system itself. Like right in in Rockstar games and especially in. Uh, Fallout. It's weird that we're getting closer to the music with this. With this <laughs> I think Willie Nelson. I think there's Willie Nelson music in Red Dead Redemption. Oh, that's funny. Makes sense. Um, but it's the first one of those games where I'm like, I don't know. I'm just gonna ride around and people yeah, are gonna say mean shit to me, and I gotta act like a cowboy. <laughs> I will go through a phase like I'm gonna make this guy the nicest guy in the West, and then I'll accidentally run into a person and trample them with my horse, and then there's a witness, and suddenly I'm a murderer, oh, it's the worst. and I'm like, I'm going to kill every single person I see for the next 10 Then you got to chase the witness. Yep. My big complaint is that if your gun is out, then the then L2... Yep. <laughs> so if your gun is in the holster, L2 means 
greet a person <laughs> and ask them how they're doing. Yes, I'm And if you. your gun is out, which is just happens sometimes, it is fire the gun L2 at this is person. blow this person's head off. <laughs> it's not fair. That's like, really funny. Every day I go into town to buy the newspaper and I shoot <laughs> and the newspaper shoot kid in the head. <laughs> I, I encountered the weirdest glitch where I accidentally... Um, okay, if, if Heather is a building, I accidentally fired a gun at Heather. And then I went into the bar to like run away from the cops, mm. and everyone in the bar is dead. <laughs> Somehow, that one bullet that I fired in the opposite direction has murdered 20 people, and I have a $500 bounty on me, oh. which in old-timey bucks is a lot of money. That's a lot. It takes a while to make. you got to hand in a lot of bear skins to get that kind of money. <laughs> it's true. What's this song? I'm so sorry. Yeah. I really... It is the last song, actually. Last song. Oh, dear. Stay that a means... little longer. Stay a little longer. Oh, that's a good ending. Track. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's like I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I've made the best uh, argument for Willie Nelson. It's this country music. If you if you if you don't like country music because it seems jingoistic and weird, I think this is a good take on it. This is like a good entry place because it's like there's no two ways about it except for the odd like synth horns or sure. weird saxophone solo. Like were there synth horns on this? I didn't. There's I didn't one song them. that has a weird synth or it has horns that sound very weird to me. That's and, one of my least favorite things, but it. it right past me um but i don't know and he's like a good charming laid-back guy who like you know does his best by people loves his like doesn't know how to stop touring lives on his tour bus high as hell friends with snoop dogg i don't know there's a lot to like <laughs> i mean he does just seem like a cool nice guy overall yeah just chill i've been purposely trying not to comment when you mentioned like listening to this through other people's eyes yeah. and that sort of thing. Uh, but since we're in the last uh-huh. song, I loved this a lot. This is really oh, great. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> it's fun. I think, it, I think it would reward a closer listen to it. Like, it sounds cool to me here, but also, like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a nerd when I get into something. I have to, like, then start at the beginning and yeah, go Ramsey, through every single album. Ramsey doesn't get into things a little bit. But I don't think I could do that with Willie Nelson. I think I just got to go from best of compilation of the best 70s. Of to best of to best yeah. of well so so the so he had his sort of mediocre career on RCA records and then um, switched almost as a lark to Atlantic records and recorded a, uh, an album called shotgun Willie which is the cover of which is just a black field with the barrels of a shotgun pointed at your face <laughs> and two amiable pictures of Willie Nelson, um, one in each uh, barrel. I don't know why and that reminded me, but it just occurred to me that his name is probably William Nelson, which is very funny that to me. That is very funny. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Wait, is that in reference to a specific William Nelson? No, no it's just... It's just, just, full, just full names of people who... It's only William Willie Nelson, right. so William Nelson sounds so wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Rob De Niro, for example. Yes. yes. Robbie De Niro? I guess Robbie De Niro would be yeah. the Willie Nelson. Yeah. But sometimes you hear that, like, what is it? I, I'm trying to think of if I've ever heard what, um, like, Scorsese calls it. I guess they call him Bobby. Yeah, yep. Or also Marty you're referring to. Marty and Bobby. Yeah. And then also, I keep, it comes up a lot because of Marvel and my sons and uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. No one in Sam Jackson's life cares what his middle name is. Yeah, true. Oh. Like yeah, he's a Sam, he's yeah. Sam Jackson or something. I now care. I mean, those, he's just Sam. Those guild, those guild names. Yeah. yeah, it's tough to get in the guild. Yeah. Um, Do you know what it is? Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy now. Oh, oh I think his name is Sam Jackson. But wait, what were you asking? What's the L stand for? Oh, I don't know. I'll find out. Look at up, Heather. Look at um, up. Someone also, told me today that Joe Perry. Go on. 
<laughs> like his real name is like, like we can look it up, but his real name is like Tom Perry. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> and he's like, there's a rocker inside him. <laughs> no Tom, I'm no Tom Perry, am I? I'm a Joe Perry. <laughs> it's Leroy. Okay. And also, this is what Leon Russell looks like. That is what Leon <gasps> Russell looks like. That is Gandalf. He's a beautiful wizard. Wait, the second photo, I think, is a Gandalf hat. <laughs> like, yeah. top. Yeah. Oh, this one. I yep. don't know what one you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, it was oh, not yeah. a Gandalf hat. He looks like Linda Perry. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. But the beautiful, he has a beautiful beard. But you can see where if a guy who looked like that yeah. and mm-hmm. saying, uh, you are my sunshine oh. in, mm-hmm. in public uh, theatrical settings. That's where I got Dr. John from. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Authentic, too. The Willie Nelson song that was not on the best of. Oh, yes. The trivia. Is Buddy. I don't even know if I know that song. Can you, can you play a little bit? Uh-huh. Cut out the silence. Typing, typing, typing. Also, uh, I mean, The Highwayman is also a uh, good further, re- for, oh, for the further reading. If you suggestion. didn't pause it earlier, you're stupid. Pause wow. it now and listen to Highwayman. <laughs> Laugh with me, buddy. Oh, this is the real old yes, stuff too. Me, oh yeah. Don't let her get the best in How did you come to know about this song? Um This is from nineteen sixty eight. Oh wow, that is old. Um in the final season of Parks and Rec. Oh. Uh, oh. Ron's uh w- when if Leslie I Nope and Ron Swanson are fighting at the beginning of that season <laughs> in the future, which is now the past. You know uh, I really do. It's revealed that this is his favorite song, and then it shows up like three more times that season, and like his last scene is scored to this. Scored to this? Semantics. You know what I was just looking at that same thing. Yeah, it's, the cover is crazy. We were both trying to oh, look it up. The cover of this album? Yeah. It's a man teaching a woman to putt. <laughs> it's Willie Nelson teaching a woman oh, is to it? putt. Yeah. I did not examine that closely. And it's called Good Times Willie Nelson. <laughs> so weird. But. <laughs> Uh, he's got like a fishing type hat. Is that it's, fair to say? I, yeah, like a he's like a yeah, bu- like, like a, a red hat. bucket yeah. hat. Yeah, he looks like Mets bucket hat guy from. Uh, I can see no world where that should be the album cover. It's insane. I love it. <laughs> but see, and it's weird as a Willie Nelson fan. Like this album, one of seventy-five Willie Nelson songs <laughs> or Willie Nelson albums, with like two songs Let's I've heard and a bunch I never have. Or the, except when I've happened to listen to this album. This does sound like it would be Ron Swanson's favorite song. Yeah, it, it really does. This was his whole early career was like tinny, yeah, reverby, yeah. very quiet uh, country songs. Yeah, it does feel like if Elvis didn't have a band, <laughs> right? And was Willie Nelson, right? Yeah, <laughs> Willie Nelson has a cool guitar named Trigger. Okay, Ooh. that has a giant hole uh, in it because it has no pick guard. Oh. It's a, um, it's meant to be. It's meant to be finger, finger fingered, um, <laughs> and so it doesn't have the plastic thing. So even though, so he picks at it, and it's just has this, and it has a bunch of people's names scratched into it. Wow! Huh. Is it the same guitar like for a really long time? Same guitar for a really long time. And one of the things that I don't know if we touched on is that he got in trouble with the IRS in the nineties. I kind oh, of I remember, remember this. that. Yeah, where it turns out he owed the IRS like millions and millions of dollars. So he released a series of albums called the IRS Tapes. Um, oh my god! With I a love new it. song called, I believe it was a new song called "Who'll Buy My Memories." Ooh! Um, <laughs> but during that time, he had to hide Trigger so that it wouldn't be repossessed <gasps> by the government. <laughs> was that's it? amazing! Wow, that's a lot of money if they're going to take your busted old guitar. <laughs> right? How did that happen? 
Was he just, was he just dodging? Ma- he had had managers that he had fired. Uh, um, and I would say that not to exonerate him. I don't know where the right and wrong right, are. Right, totally. Sense. It seems like a guy with Willie Nelson's personality probably doesn't... Pay that much attention to his taxes. Yeah, it doesn't sweat taxes that much anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm going to listen to more Willie Nelson. That sounds great. I... I'm definitely going to listen to this Casey Musgraves Willie Nelson song. Oh, it's great. Um, so yeah, Shotgun Willie is a good place to start. Okay. Thank you. I really like that. Okay. All right. We did it. We did it. This is super fun. A whole Willie Nelson Greatest Hits album. Thanks for bringing this. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to uh, fly my Willie Nelson flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like in the spirit of William Nelson, Matthew, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, uh, my uh, political anxiety is on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, Fisher Matt with Fisher with no C. And uh, I write uh, weird dad videos at a place called The Dad, which uh, uh, partner to Scary Mommy, although not Scary Mommy's husband. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Good to know. I, did, I didn't know the lore. <laughs> How about you, Ramsey? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ramsey ESS. Um, less political, more about why English muffins are weird. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, everything I do is there. Heather, uh, what of you? You can find me at Heather Shea on most social media. But what if I want a pin from you? Uh, you can find that at professionalmess.com. If you give us a review on iTunes, uh, we'll be sure to shout you out. Just like I'm going to shout out him name is Garrett. That's the, uh, that's the <laughs> person's username? name. That's the username. <laughs> Uh, they gave us five stars, and the subject line is great hosts, so you know it's an accurate review. <laughs> uh, but do that. And you said the Spotify playlist. Yep. I'm going to say our website is yep. ifyourlistening.com, and you can spell you or any darn way you please, and it'll work. Look at that. That's service. Unless uh, you do, you are. I don't have that one. Yeah, we don't have the abbreviation. Oh, that's, the, the, that's the first the one the tweens one. are going to do. I know. All the tweens We're that are listening the to tweens. this podcast. <laughs> um, awesome. I think that's everything. This has been a great pleasure. Thank you for being here. Oh, man. It's been awesome. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.